Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. I hope everybody out there is doing well. Just a little reminder, I am on every audio platform, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, believe it or not, Podchaser, and many, many more. And if you're into the videos, which I'm finding more and more people seem to be into the videos, Spotify video and uh, YouTube is out there. Please, please, please subscribe. It is free, by the way. And so few things in life are free these days. Yeah. And if you'd like to contribute to the show, which uh, would be wonderful, you can do it on pretty much all the platforms. Thank you for your continued support. You know, I appreciate you. And hopefully it's both ways. Maybe you enjoy the show just as much. And uh, hey, off we go. All right. Oh, I almost forgot. I have some big news. I'm finally back to my pre-plandemic weight. Ah, I'm not really one of those people that weighs myself, so I didn't really know. Because I even, I think, with the extra weight I had on, it wasn't really anything. No one ever said a word. There were a couple pairs of pants I couldn't get into, and I'm, I'm right in them, looking pretty okay. All right. I mentioned body glamour on the last episode, the filter, the one on TikTok. And it got me thinking about some things. People have types types of friends, types of boyfriends, you know, some base things on, you know, the shade of the skin, weight, which I just talked about, maybe face shape, mouth, lips, yeah, eyes, nose, ass, <laughs> boobs, all sorts of things, right? Yeah, it's funny. I think I can safely say that as far as friendships go, I have a lot of different types. I mean, they definitely wouldn't fit neatly into one category. I would say that my collection of friends kind of looks like a cross between a state fair and a country club. Pretty much anything goes. I don't necessarily think that I have a type of friend or boyfriend for that matter that I'm interested in. I mean, there might be one thing that I have a type of connected to a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, and I do like a manly man. Fuck that metrosexual shit. It's just not for me. Yeah. And I'm uh, drinking actually a little crown tonight. I'm going to take a sip of this. Got my Trump 2020. I should just write a four on there. Fuck your feelings. I love this one. Cheers, by the way. A few inches later. Oh, man. Post-concussion drinks. Yum. All right. Some people, I feel like, limit themselves based on, I guess, what I'd describe as superficial things. And maybe some not so superficial things. And I guess, you know, if you only date one specific type, well, you know, you'll never know what the possibilities are out there in life. And I certainly have found that, you know, I've learned to look beyond the looks, if you will. And maybe that comes with age, maturity, bourbon, I don't know, or a combination of the three. I don't know. I definitely have branched out. It's so funny. I think for a stretch there, I certainly have never sought out anything, by the way. But it seemed like every guy I met was a wealth manager. Don't know why. I have no idea. But hey, I'm kind of over that phase. What I do know, though, is that some of the best friendships or relationships and other things that I've gotten involved in later in my life have opened my eyes to all sorts of possibilities. Now, I'm not suggesting that I'm open to weirdos. So 
Don't go overthinking my sentiment. I think most people want things to be, I guess, visually appealing, if you will. But uh, I think you can get extreme with that. You know, like the folks who will only associate with the pretty people of the world. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yes, some people will only gravitate to one thing no matter what. I don't guess anybody has ever thought, damn, I'd love to be hanging out with some ugly motherfuckers. (laughs) I know I haven't. But, you know, what's ugly to one person might be beautiful to another. You know, and the oldest saying, I think, still applies. If you're pretty on the outside, but you're ugly on the inside, it just doesn't matter. Maybe in simpler terms, a jackass is a jackass is a jackass. Yeah, I found that there is a range out there for sure. And when thinking about life in general, we don't get a choice about what we look like. Good old fashioned genetics. All these people that want to change that, you can't change it. You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. Yeah. I mean, you can fix a few things as it relates to looks, you know, such as your teeth, boobs, etc. right? I do think fixing teeth, ah, love white teeth, like nice teeth, is worthwhile. I mean, I honestly think that can be a game changer for the person. I luckily have decent teeth. But uh, I've seen people that had the janky ones, you know, like the, uh, what was that guy? Austin Powers, yeah. Remember when he had the janky teeth before he got fixed up? I mean, that'll just totally jack up your self-confidence. You know, you see people that just won't even smile. I had a good friend who, he ground the fuck out of his teeth. I mean, his teeth were not good. And he never smiled in pictures. He never did anything. And then he actually flew to Mexico, found a place there, and he got his teeth fixed. And I mean to tell you, Game changer. I mean, this guy is loaded with self-confidence. He's got a great smile. I mean, it's certainly made a big difference in his life. So that kind of stuff, that makes sense to Dawn Birds. But, you know, there is this other segment in our population that seems to suffer from something that is actually a mental illness, by the way, not according to Dawn Birds, according to the DSM, I think, four, you know, that gives all the different things medically. But body dysmorphism, That shit's real. And we have a lot of people who suffer from it. I think Michael Jackson was a classic example of that disorder, right? I mean, it doesn't tend to be men who do this, by the way. I would say women tend to do a lot more extreme things to make themselves look good or beautiful or whatever they think, you know. But of course, a lot of times they end up on shows like uh, Botched. Yeah, Botched. You've seen these people. I used to watch that show. And I was ever, ever amazed at the crazy ass things people would do in the name of beauty. I don't know. I mean, again, you can change a lot of things, but there's one thing you, uh, of course, can't change. You cannot change time. It marches on, like it or not. And eventually, it catches up with all of us. We age. Beats the fucking alternative. You know, some do it gracefully. Some, well, not so much. Not so much. You know, I've seen 20-year-olds, 40-year-olds, and 60-year-olds that have overdone everything. I mean, you can't even read the fucking expression on their faces anymore. Yeah. My face? You can read it. Yeah. Like a book. In fact, to my detriment, sometimes you can read my face. I have what I'd like to refer to as a non-surgical face. Yeah. I've had enough fucking surgery to last me a lifetime. Three C-sections and an appendectomy is more than enough for me. I don't really have any plans to go under the knife. And I would say maybe, big fat maybe, 
If my boobs ever end up around my patellas, well, then I might court the notion of a lift. But the odds are, I'll just deal with it like the mature woman that I am. <laughs> In some ways. Ha, huh? aging. Whew. It can be a bitch slap. Just a fact. Hey, speaking of bitch slaps, let's shift gears. Chris Rock. Now, the previous podcast, as you know, it had not aired, so I hadn't seen it. So I'm sure, I hope everybody's seen it. But if you haven't, for the folks who haven't, let me give you my recap. I mean, he addressed the fucking slap that was heard around the world in his Netflix special entitled Selective Outrage. Yeah. He talked about how much it hurt. You know, he said he has summertime still ringing in his ears, which I can relate to. I still have ringing in my ears after the concussion. Yeah. It's like, oh boy, I don't wish that on anybody. But you know, the one thing Chris did to his credit, he never played the victim. Not even once. I mean, he's not a pussy by any stretch of the imagination. Now, he did note many things, by the way. He noted that they are not the same size people. Yeah, Will's actually a pretty big guy. He actually played Muhammad Ali. And Chris Rock said, hey, I played Pookie in New Jack City. (laughs) Yeah, he politely mentioned how Will Smith practices selective outrage. Yeah, that's the fucking best title ever of a special, in my opinion. And how Jada hurt Will way more than he did by, what? Fucking her son's friend. Yeah. I mean, that shit, everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. You know, he talked about how everyone's been cheated on, right? I mean, it's fucking happened to me. It's probably happened to many of you out there. It's not fun. But none of us, he said, has been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. Yeah. He quipped, (laughs) hey, got the mic in front of him. I was sucking someone else's dick. How'd that make you feel? (laughs) He fucking went there, man. He got medieval on him. Yeah. Chris said that, uh, by the way, everyone called him a bitch. Yeah, you're a bitch. He said every rapper, the view even called him a bitch and so forth and so on. Yeah. They called Jada a predator. And Chris said, but who does she hit? Me. He said that was some, and I quote, bitch ass shit. Yeah, bitch ass shit. Yeah. You know, in some years prior, I guess Jada said that Chris should quit hosting the Oscars, should just quit his fucking job because Will didn't get nominated for concussion. I think he even quipped that uh, Will gave him one. Yeah. Wife was her son's friend. Okay. Now, I normally would not talk about this, but for some reason, these cheated on none of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television none of us like hey i was sucking somebody else's dick how did that make you feel she hurt him way more than he hurt me okay everybody in the world called him a bitch i tried to call the motherfucker and give him my condolences he ain't pick up for me everybody called that man a bitch Charlemagne called him a bitch the drink champs called him a Chris said that, and this is a great line. He said, Jada started it and I finished it. Hell yeah. He said, nobody was picking on that bitch. 
Nobody was picking on her. Nope. And his joke, honestly, wasn't even that bad. It was, you know, so tame. And I think one of the best lines ever. <laughs> and he fucking went there, man. I told you, he got medieval. <laughs> he said he watches Emancipation just to see Will get whooped. <laughs> he said, got me rooting for Massa. You missed a spot, Massa. I especially love his term of endearment for Will. Suge Smith. Now, the famous thing, his ending, the way he closed this out was fucking fabulous. He said he got asked so many times, why didn't you do anything back? Why not? And you know what he said? He said, because I have parents. And you know what my parents taught me? He said, I was raised. He said, my parents taught me, don't fight in front of white people. Then he fucking slammed that mic down and he was done. Yeah, peace out. It was epic. Again, I am not a huge fan of Chris Rock, but this one is definitely worth a viewing. All right, we're going to wrap this baby up because unfortunately my concussion has me not really at 100%, quite frankly, which maybe this will help. Stand by. Thousands of tears later. Yum. Yum, yum, yum. All right, let's wrap it up with a smoking gun story. This is a good one. Anybody out there ever have a uh, three-way? You, your mate, and another mate? It's not always like it is in the game films, though. You know, if you watch RedTube or if you watch Pornhub or any of that stuff, I'm not suggesting you watch it. I'm just saying if, if you watch it. Those threesomes, man, they're just all in a flesh pile, having so much fun. It's fabulous. Nobody's jealous. Nobody gets mad. It has a happy ending and an ending and an ending. Yeah. This one, not so much. Now, the tagline is fabulous, by the way. Threesome goes bad, and couple ends up in cuffs. And yeah, not the fun ones that you might use in bed, by the way. Yeah. Now, I do have to warn you, this one is a little graphic. So, buckle up. Oh, boy. Uh, How did it all happen? How did this all happen, you might ask? Yeah. Well, the couple, Stephen and Angela, invited this young lady, Della, to their crib for the three-way. Going to be a fun night, right? But Della, unfortunately, got a little disrespectful during the romp. Wah, wah, wah. Kind of a spoiler, right? Yeah, Della wasn't really happy about the way things were turning out. So she told Stephen, Stephen, you got a small dick. Woo! <laughs> Them's fighting words right there. And she didn't leave Angela out. No, no, no. She told Angela, and I quote, you have a stanky pussy. Oh, ouch, ouch. And then the physical confrontation ensued. Oh, boy. You can't make this shit up. Yes, so Della, for her lovely commentary, got punched in the face. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And the lovely couple tossed a cinder block at her Nissan Altima. Mm-hmm. Sounds reasonable, right? So how did all this end up, by the way? I know you're wondering. Della got to go home to her two lovely children. Yeah. And Stephen and Angela got some couple time in the Gray Bar Inn. Yeah. Oh, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. It doesn't really end there. Della got arrested shortly after the threesome incident for striking another lover in the face 
with a glass vase filled with gravel and rocks. Oh, yeah. And after her release, she followed it all up, drum roll, with a DUI. Yeah, got a little DUI. And she was super polite to the arresting officer. She was wearing a swimsuit at the time. She pulled her swimsuit bottom to the side and asked him if he'd like to see her. Not the thing you're thinking. Asshole. (laughs) You'd be glad to know he declined. Lovely. Yeah. Threesomes don't always go like they do in the game films. I'm just here to tell you. Ah, the smoking gun never disappoints. Well, until next time, all I have to say is have a wonderful time wherever you are and cheers. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.